Hey everybody, what's going on? This is your boy Siege, your man Siege, because I'm a grown man out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, my main man E Carter, what's going on E? What's up with it, bro? How's it going with you tonight, man? How you feeling? Oh man, you already know, man. These trades got me going crazy, but other than that, man, you know, we good. Man, man, it's the trades, bro. You see me over here. I got stuff going on over here. I got mail. You know what I'm saying? In the background, I got my. Got my uh, gear on the side, you know what I'm saying? I'm over here doing a little bit of everything. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, the trade, the trades is crazy. We definitely going to get into that. I'm glad you're doing good. This is the one of the best times in terms of um, in terms of sports because we got the NBA trade deadline. The Super Bowl is this week. We just had the Pro Bowl games last week, which we could – talk about that a little bit if you want to but you know i'm not a huge fan of the pro bowl and i wasn't yeah. really a huge fan of it this past week but uh and then we got some interesting entertainment stuff going on which i feel like we we, we might get carried away with it but anyway um appreciate everybody who uh watch and listen like share subscribe hit the notification bell uh we got a lot of good stuff for y'all and we got a lot of good stuff for y'all coming up throughout the entirety of the show and throughout the rest of this 2023 all right so anyway bro, you you brought it up you brought the trades up so we're gonna that's the first thing we're gonna dive into bro we're gonna talk about the nba trade deadline so before i even start mentioning moves off the top of your head what is the move that hits you like wow uh, probably the two is that KD, KD going to the Suns and Kyrie going to the Mavs. I think uh, both of those was big trades for those organizations. Um, one I like to see Chris Paul, CP three. He, he, I mean, he didn't had help before, but it's like I don't know. Everybody in our generation, man, we like to see CP three get one, man. You know what I'm saying? Because he he didn't he he didn't play the game right. You know what I'm saying? All of these years, it's like okay, now you got a legitimate shot. You didn't got to the finals. You didn't you didn't got you know what I'm saying? Made great playoff push pushes, and, but you just can't get over the hump to to get him one. Now it's like you have you a, another guy that can help put you over that. You know what I'm saying? That's not just a role player. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else that can take over the game and he can kind of fall back and just, you know what I'm saying, initiate the offense. So I think that's cool on his part, man. And then that Kyrie and Lucas situation, man, I think that definitely could have a potential to be dangerous. Yeah, I don't even think it's the potential. I think it is going to be dangerous. I think it's dangerous. I think it's dangerous for a multitude of reasons. I think Kyrie is an excellent shooter. He can definitely create his own shot. And then you got Luka who could also create his own shot. And and Luka is deceptive. Like, he doesn't have the speed or the actual three-point shot that Kyrie has. So you definitely get that three-point um, three presence from Kyrie. But you also get the, get, get the ball handling. Uh, that he's the best ball handler in the league. Mark Cuban was tripping in his interview. Um, I don't know if y'all seen it or if you seen it, e, where he said that he has the best ball handler in Luka and the second best in Kyrie now. That was crazy. <laughs> but uh, I would actually probably f flip it, but Luka was probably a little bit lower than, than second. But um, but anyway, I think that is going to be crazy. I think that uh, that 
that the, that uh, the the KD is crazy. They just don't have the bench, I would say. But that starting lineup is nuts with uh, Chris Paul. Even though it's an older Chris Paul, you got Devin Booker who can shoot the mid range. He shoot the mid range, man. Great. And and KD is like one of the greatest mid range shooters. And then you got um and then you got uh Devin Booker, which that's anywhere in the mid range is open open season, you know what I mean? And K D is one of the most efficient scorers. He done had like two or three fifty forty nineties. So it's like I probably think it was two fifty forty nineties. So you, so he's and he's efficient with it. So that's 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 great as well. Um so that's that could be crazy. DeAndre Ayton when he decides to play basketball at a high level, you know what I mean? Like he he can definitely ball, so that's that's great there as well. And then um, so then so, so then there's other moves as well, uh, which I want to bring in bring in here. I think the Lakers situation is crazy. Uh, I think the Lakers situation is crazy because I did not think they would be able to get off of that Russell Westbrook contract. Dude was making like forty-seven million <laughs> something this year, but they was gonna have to pay him. I think or this year and next year or something like that. I don't know the specifics of his contract, but it was a lot of money. Um, so I didn't think they'll be able to get off that forty-plus million, or anybody was gonna be willing to accept it. But they got off of it, and they got a a, a good player in D'Angelo Russell in that three-team trade, who who he can pass and he can shoot threes, and the turnover should go way down because he's not a ton, turnover machine. Like uh, Russell Russell Westbrook, he want to say Russell Wilson when I say turnovers because he was turning that mug over too. But <laughs> but Russell but Russell Westbrook, we ain't gonna make this about Russell Wilson. Um, then they let go of Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant wanted to leave uh, once they got uh, once they brought those other players in. Then Mobamba, they got Mobamba as well. I thought that was interesting. They got rid of Patrick Beverly, which is great for them. Because he was in the tank in terms of three-point shooting. His defensive uh, prowess was not the same. Uh, so, I think you give away a little bit of perimeter defending, but you get the interior defending when you get Mobama, and he's a better scorer at this point in his career. Shoot me if you if you don't believe me. Don't shoot me, but argue with me in the comments if you don't believe me. Um, so, that's that. The Clippers. Now, the Clippers brought back Eric Gordon, and they got three second-round picks. That's crazy to me. They got rid of John Wall, unloaded, unloaded that contract. He hasn't really been playing. And then um, they gave up Luke Kennard, who's a decent three-point shooter. I just think they got a little bit better with the addition of Eric Gordon because he can shoot the three. He can shoot the mid-range. He's not the greatest defender ever, but he's a solid player. And John Wall is a solid player, but John Wall doesn't play. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd rather have somebody who could play. All right, so, so you got that as well. Uh the interesting thing I think about think think that we got to really mention too, and I know I'm getting a little bit long winded here, is the Nets experiment. The Nets experiment was a complete failure, right? So you had them bring over KD, Kyrie, James Harden, supposed to be a big three. They played about 15, 16 games together. Uh, James Harden says, I, "I'm ready to get out of here." So he gets out of there. Which he forced his way out of Houston for you know Daddy for, did he force his way out of there? Now we see where he at now. Kyrie was ready to go, or KD was ready to go. Excuse me, KD KD stayed. Kyrie Kyrie's there. You know what I'm saying? Now Kyrie said, "I'm never leaving." Now he, he's his second time requesting a trade. 
course, the situation was a little bit. Ten- uh, it was it was t- it was a very a very high tension situation with Kyrie and the organization. Given everything that's happened, we don't got to rehash that. But I just think that it was a complete failure. They didn't even they gave up so much in the previous trade when they traded for Paul Pierce, uh, Kevin Garnett, and uh, Ray Allen. Right? Did Ray Allen go there with them? No, Ray Allen didn't go there with them. It was it was three of them that went. It was Paul Pierce, KG, and somebody else who they brought over there. I can't remember, <clears throat> but um, don't give me the line. But um, yeah, because Ray Allen had went to Miami with Brown. But anyway, so traded for, traded for those players or whatever. Got got those players or Brook Lopez. Traded for those players. Got them over there. Gave up a whole bunch of stuff to try to make a organ make a a push for a championship. That was a failure. Now, this is the second iteration of trying to get a big three, and it's a big failure. So I think that's one of the most interesting storylines when it comes to this specific uh, this specific iteration of the NBA trade deadline. A lot of these players are going to get bought out. You know what I'm saying? There's contracts on it, you know, contracts, expiring contracts where people are making a lot, are making a lot of money. So... Um, Russell Westbrook might be one of them because that that forty seven million, boy, that's crazy. <laughs> like, or you gonna have to put some, you gonna have to put some asses in some seats, you know what I'm saying, to get paid that much. But I don't know. Very interesting. I do, I do agree with you though. I think the Suns, on a bat from a basketball standpoint, I think the Suns just elevated themselves to a contender, or whatever was already a contender because they've been to the finals, but they elevated themselves. Chris Paul. I, I'm not even gonna lie, bro. Like, <clears throat> we should see a master class in passing. Like, this should be an excellent second half of the season. Or, yeah, second half of the season for uh, it's not even half, man. It's what what they thirty five and twenty two or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, we just, for the sake of not looking up the the standings or whatever, half of the season. Last half of the season, um, because of the options that he has, you have a download option. KD can score download too, which that's under uh, underrated trade of his. But then you can pass to any either wing player and get a bucket. <laughs> like, that's just nuts to me. So and then he can hit a three, like he a bucket. So I think that's uh, they, that makes them the contender. I still think, and I know these are your boys, so this might make you a little happy. I still think top to bottom, y'all roster is a little bit more deep. Cause I'm just yeah. thinking, cause I'm thinking about who they have coming off the pine. And y'all yeah. got, uh, and y'all got, um, y'all just got, um, oh, I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, big, y'all just got a big man. Let me see. Did y'all get Muscala? Was y'all the ones who got Muscala? I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't see any of that. I can't remember, but go ahead, man. I know he's about to say something. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, at first I was interested about, like, man, who who we going to get, man? All these trades happening. We got to get better. But I'm like, everybody already playing at the top of their game. They don't need to break up that Tatum and Brown. They don't need to say It's nobody else to get rid of, to swap out, you know what I'm saying, as far as it's going to take a high-caliber person. Now, at first I've seen some stuff that – uh speculation about KD and Jalen Brown trade. And I'm like, nah, that's stupid. Like, it's it's Jason Tatum's uh, team, bro. Like, 
Nah, he he need a he need a Robin. He don't need another Batman. You know what I'm saying? But talked about him, bro. I agree with you. We got a nice bench. We got a nice starting five, and they playing great ball. So as long as everybody stay healthy and keep the momentum going, they're gonna make a, a great playoff push, especially in the East. Facts. And yes, y'all was the team who got uh, Muscala. So y'all got a y'all got a uh, stretch five. He can shoot the three. So. You know what I'm saying? Tall guy, shoot the three. Six ten. I think he's six ten. He can shoot the three ball at a decent at a decent rate. So he can stretch the floor. And y'all got an isolation type of team. Jalen Brown can isolate. Tatum is obviously a one on one isolation. Kobe type of guy. So I think y'all I think that should help y'all, especially when you got y'all y'all um bigs in foul trouble or you know what I'm saying, or something like that. And hopefully he can you know, block a shot or two. But anyway, um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if he if his if his if his uh, points per game go up. You know, I, I believe he'll get a few more open three point looks that way. You definitely got to guard him. Let's put it that way because he can shoot it, shoot the three. All right, man. So that's that, man. Very, very, very interesting uh, trades going on. We'll keep an eye on what happens with Westbrook and the other people who I believe will be getting bought out, like John Wall. Uh, it's his career, man. That's so sad, bro. Like, dang, bro, he was a beast. <laughs> he was a beast. But anyway, oh, and um, another tr- another person I forgot who got traded, and it just hit me. It, it hit me because he used to play for the Suns. Jay Crowder went to the Milwaukee Bucks. So. That could get interesting in playoffs if the finals is the same teams from, you know, Bucks and Suns. But we ain't going to go there until we see it. <laughs> Even though Crowder ain't nobody who really is like must-see TV anyway. But he's a good player. So I'll stop at that with that. All right, man. So we're going to move on. We're going to go ahead and go to the good old biggest game in the land, Super Bowl. Yes, sir. So everybody knows Kansas City Chief versus the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you think is gonna happen? You got any any bold any bold predictions? You know what what you what type of analysis you want to start off with with the Super Bowl? To be honest, well, I really don't, man. I kind of just I'm kind of just interested to watch the game. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been saying it all season about the Eagles. But they didn't got to the Super Bowl, so I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying, keep beating that horse. Like, bro, they ain't showed me nothing. They ain't showed me nothing. They ain't played nobody. Like, it is yeah. what it is. It's a big game, so it's like, let's see, man. Like, it's, it's kind of basically at this point, they didn't shut me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they keep winning games, and it's like, I still don't think we've seen their best game, like, as a complete team, like. And a lot of people were like, oh, well, they dominating and they beating teams by such and such. It's like, yeah, but they just catching their number. Like that Niners game, like Purdy got hurt first possession. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then you got the defense on the field 90% of the time. And like I said, this on the – you can check it. I made a little clip on the YouTube channel about it after the game. Um First class podcast, by the way. You know what I'm saying? A little, little quick shameless plug. <laughs> check that out. <laughs> Facts. Go check but, it out. But, yeah, you got 
a defense that's on the field 90% of the time, 80% of the time, they're going to wear down. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get tired. They're going to have mental mistakes. And then that's when all of that happens. So the offense didn't have to play their best thing. They didn't have to figure out a San Fran defense. San Fran ended up beating itself because their offense couldn't get rolling. And then when you flip it, Philly's defense, yeah, their, their defense got after it, but you, you come in the game playing the third string quarterback. He gets hurt on the third play of the game. So then now you got a fourth string quarterback that's played with 17 other teams that they just picked up off the couch. He, 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 and, and to put that in context, he was with the Browns in the offseason playing with us during during he was with us with the tra- in training camp through through part I think the first preseason game if I ain't mistaken. On our roster at one point in time this year too. Went to y'all, went to the Broncos, I think. <laughs> that, but that's but what anyway. I'm saying. Sure. Don't get me wrong, like he's a he's an athlete. You know what I'm saying? He's a professional athlete, but he's a spot filler. He's like a Everybody else is hurt, and let's bring this guy in just in case. Nobody was hoping that he had to go in to try to win, <laughs> try to win a game in the NFC Championship game. So mm-hmm. overall, man, though, I really got like anything as far as like predictions. I'm kind of rooting for Kansas City, man. I'm, but I also like I like Jalen Hurts, man, and I kind of. I kind of want to knock Pat, Pat Money down a little bit, man. Give him one less victory because, you know, they're already calling him to go already. <laughs> like, damn. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I just I just hope it's going to be a good game. See what Philly really got for real, for real. Yeah, man. I think it's going to be one of those games where we really going to see what Patrick Mahomes really is about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like his offensive line isn't the best offensive line ever. Obviously, he had the ankle issue with the high ankle sprain. He did. We seen he he did great on it in the in the in the AFC Championship game. So that's no excuse. So he can't use that as an excuse. What is Hassan Reddick gonna do? What is what are the what is Bradbury and Darius Slay gonna do? Are they gonna be Johnny on the spot? And you know when when. Let, like that dart throw that he threw the sky more in the in the end zone, like that play still sticks out to me, and I think that's one one of those plays where I'm just like, wow, like probably ten fifteen years from now when I'm thinking about Super Bowls, that that'll be one of those plays, just because it it was just, it, but he has to win this game for it to be that way. But AFC Championship wise, that was just one of those throws where it was like, wow, so. um is he going to be able to do that, man? That's just that's just that where I go, for, you know, there for 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 that particular quarterback and Patrick Mahomes. But in terms of Jalen Hurts, I've been impressed with Jalen Hurts. He's throwing the ball way better. The thing about it is, is he hasn't had to throw the ball as much for the simple fact his he he's had a stout running game and a stout defense, especially defensive line. So and he's a great runner of the football too. So. He hasn't had to rely on rely on, you know, his arm. He only had 150 something yards in the NFC Championship, but he didn't have to do much. You know what I'm saying? And the defense ball, and, and especially like I mentioned, Hassan Reddick. So you 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 got that matchup going for you. Now I will tell you this, Chris. That's jo- kind of, I oh, go, 
No, go ahead. Go ahead. That's that's kind of my point. Like these games that Philly been winning, especially even some of the big ones, say even the playoff game, he hasn't had to do that much. So it's not. It's they haven't been come from behind victories. No, oh, I gotta pull it out in the fourth quarter. Oh, we need we down ten entering the fourth quarter. We got you know what I'm saying. That adversity has not been there for Philly. So most people be like, oh, well, they just dominating like that. Yeah, to a certain degree. But at the same time, we're talking about the Super Bowl here. Mm-hmm. About Patrick Mahomes and uh, and Kelsey and Andy Reid. They already got, they already have some championships. They they know, know they know what it takes to win that big game. So now you flip it. Like you said, he hasn't been, he hasn't had to throw the ball like that. Not, not in every game. He has had a few passing games that's been good. But again, like you said, the schedule, they had one of the easiest schedules, if you ask me, in the NFL. That's that's what I've been saying all year. But um I will tell you this though, Chris Jones, the way he played as an interior defensive lineman, defensive tackle, and to move to the outside, he had a uh, Aaron Donald Super Bowl impact from two years ago, bro. Like he, I don't, I don't know what it is, but what it, what it was. I know he's that good, or who was on that side that he was that he was on. He was in that backfield, and it was just ridiculous. So, um, so I don't know, man. Like kudos to him, of course, for balling like that. I, I want to. I'm interested to see if he's going to be able to do that against this particular offensive line. The Eagles' offensive line, I mean, they got two Hall of Famers on the offensive line. They got Lane Johnson and uh, Kelsey, uh, Jason Kelsey. So, oh, I got to make a point about Jason Kelsey. I'm not even going to lie, bro. I have not seen a center impact a game like that in a very, very long time. He was pulling and getting to the spot before linebackers and defensive ends and just clearing out holes, getting to the second level. I even messaged you. And said, like, bro, like, he is balling. Like, I was like, Jason, I'm not even going to lie to you, Jason Kelsey balling. You know, I watched the, the line. I'm a line type of guy, even though, you know, I, I'm probably big enough to try to play line now fat-wise. But but, but uh, obviously not skill-wise. But by trade, I was a corner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But watching, you know what I'm saying, watching the actual game and the play, Jason Kelsey was amazing in that NFC Championship. If he plays like that, it's going to be real hard for Kansas City, especially with Lane Johnson next to him. It's going to be over with. <laughs> going to be over, well, not next to him, but you know, on the end yeah. playing tackle. So I don't know, man. I just think that um, I think that 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 Chris Jones is really going to have to he's going to have to do what he did at NFC Championship, my boy. <laughs> They don't have a they don't have a a, a a great secondary a great secondary or linebacking core either. I think if you go position by position, like corners, Philly has the better corners. Linebackers, Philly has the better linebackers. Defensive line, got to give the edge to Chris Jones, even though Hassan Reddick is great. Um, offensive line, Eagles. Running backs, running backs is a toss up. They got what Pacheco and McKinnon at, at Kansas City, and then. Um, Eagles got uh, Sanders and Graham. Yeah. So that's 
I mean, the Eagles got the better running game, though, so you got to kind of give it to the Eagles. Quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. That ain't even close. Tight end, Kelsey, and his, his, that's light years, not even close. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, but most of the positions, I would say, it would belong to the Eagles. I mean, they got two of the best corners in the game, two of the best secondary players in the game in Bradbury and um, Slay. So, uh, you know, whatever. They should win on paper. Kansas City's corner or secondary is uh, they're just young. They got a lot. Like, I think they got like two rookies back there. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. So I don't know, man. I, I'm still gonna say Kansas City has that edge because I think, I mean, I think Kansas City will win. And I, you know what, bro? I don't know, cause you know I always say somebody do something dumb before a game and piss the other team off. Juju Smith Schuster said something dumb the other day. Yesterday, I think he said it, it was the opening day of the Super Bowl when they do media row. He was like, I don't even think Philly got the best cheesesteaks. <laughs> I'm like, why would you say something about Philly, bro? <laughs> like, you just didn't. I guess you got to say something. He didn't say nothing about no player or the organization. He was just like, well, how can I? You know, Juju, man, he always tried to do something for the for the social media too, man. So it's like, how can I talk bad about him without really talking bad about him? I mean, I feel that, but but at the same time, you know the, you know the actual – uh, Philadelphia people gonna be like, where? Oh, he down our cheese steaks, bro. Y'all gotta kill him this week. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I've been. I ain't gonna lie. It might be in the air, bro, because I've been feeding for a cheese steak too. Bro, I ain't gonna hold you. I need it with the cheese whiz and everything. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, <laughs> I might take a trip up there, bro. It's only a few hours from me, ball. <laughs> so like a couple of no, it's about, it's about three hours, three foot. No, it's about three hours from me, I think. Hmm. That's neither here nor there. But anyway, the the point is, is that you know how they normally say dumb stuff about the city or the team or whatever. Juju did that. So I was like, come on, Juju. So he might have gave him some bad Juju. See what I did there? Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know, man. I just think that Patrick Mahomes is, is that great of a quarterback where he can – he can't overcome it, especially with Kelsey. They're gonna have to get a lead though, because if they don't, because if they don't get that lead, that the Kansas City, if Kansas, or if Kansas City cannot stop the run, I think it's gonna get real ugly. So that's just my opinion. I don't have a score prediction for you. I mean, I say, I say, I say, thirty-one twenty-seven, Kansas City. Man, you think it's gonna be close? I don't know. I don't have a score prediction. All right, cool, 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 cool. All right, man, so I guess that's it for the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, no, let's do this real quick. Let's do this real quick because I'm, I'm interested to ask you this. What is your favorite Super Bowl moment, bro? Favorite Super Bowl moment? Yeah. I mean, you can use in-game moment, like watching it. You can use in-game moment or, like, why, where you watched it at, what happened, like, at the Super Bowl party or whatever. It could be whatever. Probably when we made San Francisco pull the plug. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Either that one or, like, actually going back that, that made me a 
officially a Ravens fan was that Super Bowl against the Giants. So just a little quick backstory on that. <clears throat> I used to be a a Titans fan growing up. And then Ray Lewis came into the league. You know what I'm saying? All of that stuff. Happened. And I'm like, okay. You know, everybody got secondary teams that they like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, oh, man, I'm still a – I'm still a Titans fan, Eddie George, Steve McNair, that whole roster, you already know. But I'm like, I like Baltimore's defense. I like their defense. Then that that year when they made the Super Bowl run, I started paying them more attention all year. So if I didn't watch a Titans game, I started pulling away from the Titans game <laughs> and started pumping up the Baltimore game. A lot of people don't know that they used to be in the same division but, but before their last realignment and I think 03, but go ahead. Yeah, so next thing you know, playoffs come. Titans and uh, Baltimore had the head matchup. I want to say it was the uh, AFC Championship game. Baltimore pull it out, great defense. I'm like, they beat my team. I already like the defense. I'm rocking with these guys the rest of the year, the rest of the playoffs. And they played the Giants, man, and after that, I've been a Baltimore fan ever since, <laughs> so I could I can say that one because it was really that playoff run and that Super Bowl that kind of like, you know, what I'm saying put the nail in the coffin for me being a fan. I could have still been a Titans fan. Wouldn't that be sad? <laughs> hey, bro, you gotta cut it out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro you know you're still a Titans fan deep, deep, deep down, bro. Nah, I'm cool. After yeah. Steve McNair left, man, it was it for me. And where did he go? He came home. Hey, should have got y'all one. Man, but he couldn't because of freaking Peyton Manning. Facts. <laughs> That's facts. Peyton what Manning. about you? What's one of your greatest football moments? I mean, Super Bowl moments. When everybody thought the Patriots was going to beat the Giants and, and David Tyree caught that helmet catch and we was at your crib screaming like, oh, snap, bro, he caught that ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, you thought we was pinballs running around that ball, bro. That was, that was the first time I made spaghetti by myself. Hey, bro, I ain't going to lie. That was, hey, that was a crazy day because we were sitting there like, bro, they might really have a chance, bro. They might really beat them. Cause really, bro, we was just going for him because we don't mess with, you know, that. Yeah, like, time. I mean, cause I don't know, man. You don't Tom, like. I ain't gonna say I don't like him. I respect him, bro. He is like a great quarterback. Probably, the, you- I mean, the greatest quarterback. But I'm just saying, like in terms of, he has so much help, bro, and nobody ever recognized the help. Like it's always like Tom Brady. He had 18. I think it's 17 or 18 top 10 defenses in his 20 years playing, bro. Like, come on, bro. He has some help. You gotta, they got to miss me with that. But usually Super Bowl teams got top 10 defenses. Defense yeah. win championship. Or or it'd be the number one offense or top 10 defense. Um, it'd be either, you know, one or the other. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's facts. But, yeah, man, that's what's up. All right, so – I got a I got a topic for us coming up. You already know what it is, but I want to ask you a question, bro. You watched Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, bro. What did you think? Overall, it was cool. 
Overall, I'll give it a... <laughs> you sound like you got some gripes. I can't wait to hear them. What's up? Overall, I'll give it an eight and a half out of ten. Oh, that's better than what I thought you was going to say. It was it was a couple of things, man. Like, the, the end with the storyline, how they're trying to bring T'Challa back. I mean, yeah, all of that stuff is comic book worthy, and the stuff is in the comic books. I agree. My biggest gripe is that them not recasting uh, T'Challa in the beginning. Um, I feel it. I know a lot of black folks might be like, oh, bro, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? He was not... Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, was is an actor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I get it. You know what I'm saying? He, he played a he played a great role. It was iconic, bro. That movie touched a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, he's an actor. When actors pass away or get older or whatever, what do they do? That role gets replaced. And because I think they kind of messed it up, and now they got to kind of backtrack just to fit in some some of these storylines. Nah, I don't think they do. I feel you. I feel, I feel you though, because like he he uh, Ryan Coogler said, they had a whole movie written for T'Challa and his son, like a uh father son story. But they've been deviating from the comic books this whole time. I think recasting T'Challa by proxy. I think they recasting T'Challa by proxy, right? So you got, so you got uh, Shuri, who, like you said, in the comic books becomes the Black Panther actually in the comic books. So a lot of people are like, she not even the real Black Panther. She is the real Black Panther. She was the real Black Panther in the comic books. So that's a dumb argument. So we can kill that right now. <laughs> we can kill that right now. But um, as far as recasting him now, I think it's too soon. I think it's the same thing with recasting Joker in the Batman series. Like if they would have brought uh, Christian Bale back and then tried to recast Joker, we would have been like, what? Like, what are y'all doing? Like, this is stupid. That was one of the greatest Joker performances ever. But you got to reset this whole series to do that. Same thing with um, Chadwick Boseman. I think the role was that iconic to where they got a recasting by proxy. So some of the stories <clears throat> that you're talking about, I think they can um I think they can use Shuri to do something like you know use Shuri to you know of course help fight Kane cuz we already know that that's coming. Uh and then with you know with the Avengers and then his son once his son gets old enough in the storyline that's going to be the new T'Challa like male T'Challa. But I don't necessarily even think that the male but whether or not whether or not I don't even. I don't think it's that important to recast T'Challa or to have T'Challa as Black Panther until you start trying to tell T'Challa stories. Like once it's something that T'Challa actually did, then yeah, now you got to recast him. But if it's something that you deviating from, then nah, you know. What I mean? They write new comic books every day too. I get it. Like with the Avengers, if you just got, yeah, you just helping the fight. Got a couple little roles here and there. Yeah, I feel that. But I just think that. I think that the one the movie would have been, they would have did the movie. I, I think they would have did everything a lot different if he didn't pass away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, they they even admitted that. I mean, yeah, I know they admitted it, but that's just kind of me watching the movie. That's what I kind of got out from it. 
but what made it better to me was the uh and what was it, the Moon Knight Angels? Uh, Midnight, yeah. Midnight. I don't know why I said Moon Knight, but yeah, anyway. Midnight Angels and uh Because that's Marvel too. <laughs> you said what? Moon Knight is Marvel too, that's why you said that. <laughs> it had to be like I'm like, what was that in my head? But yeah, with the Iron Heart bringing her in, that made it dope. Uh you know, some of the other little stuff that they did made it made it real dope. So, like I said, overall, I give it an eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, the, the I think the directing was on point too because it, it kind of forced you to have two moments of silence in there. Like they paid homage to him, paid homage to Chadwick Boseman, as T'Challa, and as far as the culture because of how they just African culture in general be, because of how they stopped the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like it kind of felt like the movie stopped. And it was like, all right, this is our moment of silence for Chadwick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. But the main things, I think they just dropped so many nuggets in that bad boy, bro. Like how Namor came up and said he was born a mutant. I'm like, oh, X-Men coming again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, which we see the Sentinels already. But anyway, or the the the, the people who was helping in the Eternals, to me, them is the Sentinels. But whatever, we'll see. We'll see what they actually are, but they sent us. <laughs> but X Men coming, bro. So I'm getting hype. So so that's I don't know, man. They get dropped a little nuggets in there, a lot of different nuggets in there that made me excited. Um, but I had to get your uh, thoughts about that too. I will still say, are there better Marvel movies? Of course, but there's definitely way worse ones. I'm excited to see Ant Man Quantumania too. By the way, definitely. Ant-Man underrated. His movies is underrated anyway. But anyway, moving along, bro. I wanted to talk about Marvel real quick because our next conversation is going to be about the DC Universe. DC Universe has been in flux, as we know, because of um, they just fired everybody, basically. <laughs> Henry, Cav- Henry Cavill or Cavill, however you pronounce his last name, is no longer Superman. They're shuffling a lot of people around. They just... Um, they just let go of basically they hold I don't know what you would call it. what do you, what would you call it front office in the NFL basically the whole front office so James Gunn basically laid out a uh, timeline for what's gonna happen and they said that the the new Flash is supposed to reset the timeline so the new Flash movie is supposed to reset the timeline and then you got everything else going on so everything is supposed to be part of the DC universe. That's coming unless it's specifically labeled Elseworlds. So I think that's pretty interesting. They got um, a new Superman movie coming out. That's not an origin story. We don't know what that is yet. And then they said he got. Um, let me see. They got a, a oh a Green Lantern show. The Green Lantern show is coming out. It's supposed to be like a detective show, like a space crime show. With the two. DC got to get it right, bro. DC been, sorry, they've been ass lately. (laughs) Nah, but that's actually facts, though. So so I'm hoping that the reset does that for them. But I'm trying to think, like, who are you going to bring in as, who are you going to bring in to play these characters? Like, is it going to be somebody who? Me. I mean, facts. Hey, I'll play the Green Lantern, the Black Green Lantern. 
I'll play the black Superman. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll play any. I'll play any character. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm not gonna be up there like. I'm still gonna be. You know. You know. You know what I'm saying, bro. I ain't even got to tell you. I'm so good. Just re- recast me. Put me in there. I'm gonna be like Michael B. Jordan when he play uh, <laughs> play uh, Human Torch. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be me, but I'm gonna still be the Human Torch. You know what I'm saying? Still be the Lantern. You know what I mean? Whatever. Right. <laughs> Actually, bro, let me just play Batman. Forget it, bro. I'm gonna come in like I'm bat. I just want to talk like Batman. Whatever. But anyway, that's not. That's definitely not gonna happen. But man, I don't know. I'm interested to see what they gonna do. They definitely got to get it right. I think Marvel. I think the thing that Marvel did where they got it right is a lot. Everything that they have put out has been a part of the specific universe. Like watching Loki. How it introduced Kang. And Kang, or, or Jonathan Major's character, how he played Kang, he was telling telling Loki, and I can't remember the, the woman's name, but he was telling Sil- her. You said who? Sylvia? Sylvie. Oh, Sylvie. Facts. So uh, so he was telling them both, y- you don't kill me, y'all should take over. But if you kill me, it's gonna. I'm coming. Like it's gonna be more of me coming. Told him the whole story, and I thought that hearing that story led per- is gonna lead definitely perfectly into these next movies. And I mean, that's just that's just case in point of how DC should be trying to do it. Like if you're gonna make a universe, your shows should lead into your next characters, your next your next uh, big. I guess for for now it's called Thanos level events. You know what I'm saying? Your next thing, those level events. I think Kang is gonna Kang is supposed to be the um the main villain in phase four, five, and six, I think. Cause I think he said he I think he said he planned out I think he said he planned out the phases three phases at a time. Or the villains three phases at a time. Fine with me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just speaking of Loki, I just I just uh, went back and watched the end of it because I didn't need to go back and watch everything else. But I went back and watched the end of it. And, you know, like you said, there's a couple little nuggets and a couple little spots in there. Like, and what he said, like, look, I'm going to let y'all take over. Y'all can keep it in the order. And y'all can have everything you want. And Loki tried to let that happen. He was like, you know what? I don't think this guy lying. But but the female Loki, <laughs> Sylvie, she uh she like nah. I've been my whole mission was to murk this guy out. Like, but no, like he he's saying it's going to be a a multiversal war. It's a it's going to be a war between the multiverses. Like, and like we said before, like if this version of Kang, he, like he even said it, he's like. You, you know what I'm saying? You should see my variants. Like, you should see the other versions of me. Like, this is the best version you gonna get of me. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, shoot. And then by the time when it ended, Loki went back and was like, hey, we gotta fix this. Such and such about to take over. We gotta prepare. But by the time he went back, things had 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 already changed. Yep, Kang was already there. <laughs> yeah, he was already there. So, 
just depending on where you at in the sequence, you know what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. stuff has already happened. Yeah, so because just, I think where Kang was at, time didn't exist, right? Like, or time was, it was a fixed point in time. It was like the end, end of, of time. time. Yeah. Fact. So I'm thinking, so I'm, don't, don't, nobody quote me. But I'm thinking that Ant-Man is going to take place either at the same time or right before it. Like in this new movie. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting to see. I, because I, I, because you know, the quantum realm is another technical type universe. So is that gonna be? Is that gonna be? Is he gonna fight that Kang? I don't know. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. or is he gonna fight the? Are you right? Because he could be fighting the Kang in, in that same Loki verse. Loki, where Loki went back to. Yeah. But it's like, but like you said, like soon as old girl killed him, by the time Loki had went back, that ended the, the that ended that series or ended that season, Kang was already there. They already had a statue of him. Things had already flipped. They didn't know what he was talking about. Right. They was like, hey, man, we got to stop him. He on his way. And they're like, who? Who are you? What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, and then they had the statue of him, and then that's when it cut. So time just that quick. Kang was already there, so it's like, so now they're actually gonna bring him into this, you know what I'm saying, in the Ant-Man movie. I'm thinking that's either gonna be right before or around the same time that, that stuff happened with Loki. Right, and then Loki season two is supposed to come out. Yeah. Which is gonna have to piggyback off of piggyback that. Piggyback off of the first season. So it's I, you know they're not gonna put the shit in order. Oh no, of course. Yeah, they're not gonna put it in order. So we're gonna have to be Oh, that was before such and such happened. Oh, that all right, yeah. now I got to go back and watch it again in order. Right. Then you got to go back and watch like five movies in order just to just to get the time. Right. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I agree with you, man. I don't know when it's going to happen because when you got a multiverse, you can just, can just kind of put the puzzle pieces wherever you want to put it. I'm going to tell you who they need. They need Iron Man to come back. They better find a different universe than Iron Man. I told I told you I think it is, bro. <laughs> now is it going to be Robbie Downey Jr.? I don't know, bro. Nah, because yeah, because it could be anybody. I think he's actually going to be done. I think he said he was done playing Iron Man, didn't he? Yeah, but you know they already casted different characters in different universes for because we seen Ms. Marvel in in um in uh was that Loki? I can't remember what it was when they came, went in front of the uh, when they went in front of the council and it was Professor X. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was in uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, that's right. Doctor Strange, the second Doctor Strange. So when he went yeah. in front of them, Miss Marvel and that she was the black character, the black woman. So it was like you could recast the different characters in the different universes, just like in Loki. They kind of kind of piggybacked off that again because in different universes it was di- the Lokis looked different they didn't all look the same like one of them was a crocodile yeah they're supposed to be doing the, uh, some type of series where the kid Loki's supposed to be in it oh okay yeah man Marvel Marvel did theirs and kind of took off they don't had a few movies that wasn't great wasn't that great bro but, but they all back to a but the thing is about that though even those Movies that ain't as sweet, that aren't as sweet, they all come back to a bigger purpose. So it's like, okay, yeah. this movie sucked, but it 
and led into this. Right. They need to give us a hawk and stop playing. Please. And get rid of this old smart guy hawk, man. I want to. We want to see hawk smash. We want to see. Uh, what was it? Uh, world world conqueror hawk. Come on, man. Hey, man. They just got to make a Hulk movie, bro. We get the Hulk involved more. But who knows, bro. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Um, But, yeah, man. That's what's up for that. I mean, unless you got any other theories about, uh, you know, the multiverses. Uh, nah, I don't. Yeah, I haven't watched any other um, DC movies yet. I am excited for Shazam, the second Shazam. That's going to be pretty good. Yeah, that definitely looks dope. Yeah, it's going to be pretty good. But anyway, moving on from the entertainment side, which I guess was pretty decent this time because normally we just be like, yeah, man, that was great. All right, yeah, man, that's what's up. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> kind of like that version. I had to mention that on the show. Hope you all liked it too. Again, we appreciate everybody listening. Now we're going to move on to everybody's favorite topic uh, besides the sports, of course, because we get a lot of uh, conversation about the sports. Uh, this topic it's extra she. All right, man. What extra shit you got today, or do you? Man, I don't know who the artist is. I don't know what genre of music it was. It had to be rock or something. I came across this clip, bro. This is a girl. This is a lady pissing on this man on Hold stage. On. on stage, bro. Like, it was a concert, and she was performing. She had the mic in her hand, bruh. I'm talking about pants pulled halfway down, cubs laying on the ground, water leakage on this man's stuff. And then she get back to doing the show and was like, security, get him up out of here. Crowd going crazy. I'm like, what? Who one why? I don't care. Man just got a golden shower <laughs> in front of him of thousands of people. <laughs> Security, get him out of here. Okay. Yeah, but I'm like, what? this is the world we come into real life. Definitely <laughs> the world we come into, but that's crazy. Like, and I couldn't, and it never, and I watched it like two, three times to see if I could look into like the comments to see who, uh, like who it was. So I could look up who the artist was or whatever, but I don't know, bro. Some chick, man. I couldn't tell if she was white. Couldn't tell if she was black. Mixed. I, I want to say it could have been some rock. I don't know what it was, bro. But if I come across it again, I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> whatever y'all do at y'all own home, bro. That's this different, bro. But on stage and everybody cheering for you, bro. That's wild, bro. We got a whole bunch of sheepage out here. So my thing is, real quick, before you say yours, right? Which one is the problem? Is the problem the girl for doing it, or the guy for letting it be done to him? It's all three. You miss one. The crowd for cheering it like it was just the greatest thing ever to see. Right. All, th- all three of them. All three. <laughs> all three, y'all. <laughs> right. But yeah, that was it, bro. And I had to remember that, bro, because I seen that early earlier today, like. Early this morning, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the extra shit topic. <laughs> God, me... Yeah, I ain't going to lie. I got a few, but the main one I dialed in on uh, was uh, I seen this TikTok 
with this white gentleman pulled up. He ain't no gentleman. White guy, asshole, pulled up on a black man for playing his music at a gas station. And he was gassing up his car. And he said, was talking about how black people is the problem. And you don't see Vietnamese people out here playing their music loud and being disrespectful. And they got good jobs. Why y'all can't get no good jobs? So I'm going to answer that question on extra shit today. This is why a lot of black people don't have no good jobs because of 400 years of slavery and another how many ever years longer than I've been alive, my grandparents and great-grandparents been alive, a systematic oppression. Y'all not putting money in our neighborhoods. Y'all putting projects together to keep black people in different places, in different places. I can go on and on forever about historical stuff that the others have done to the community. You know what I'm saying? Done to our community. Advertently and inadvertently. Intentionally and inadvertently. That has caused the situation that, that it has that, that's here today. So I'm just going to warn y'all, bro. Y'all pull up on me. Y'all can get a history lesson. Talking about some why is black people problems and why we can't get no jobs? Because y'all don't have y'all don't have jobs. Y'all as soon as y'all see a name that looks like ours, y'all 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 decline jobs. That's why we don't have good jobs. Y'all see a Vietnamese person and then y'all automatically want to respect and, and and respect the culture to a certain degree. Y'all use our culture as entertainment to get y'all TikTok levels up. You know what I'm saying and stuff like that. And then y'all y'all discard what y'all need. Like we a piece of chicken, like we a whole chicken or something. We just going to take this part because it's the part we like. But then we're going to throw the bones away because we don't like that part. Nah, bro, we're not doing that. So if you pull up on me, white man or lady, be expecting a history lesson. And if you meet me with aggression, I'm going to meet you with aggression. So don't be pulling up on people, asking them no dumbass questions. And the worst part about that is, and I know this sounds like a rant because it's halfway a rant. The, the bad part about it is it's people in the comments like yeah he right though bro like it is people that be having their pants sagging and be listening to loud music alright so let riddle me this then <clears throat> there was a bill in Colorado a, bi- a gun bill in Colorado and this is how you know I be reading but <laughs> gun bill in Colorado where the county a specific county in Colorado wants people to stop shooting their guns because the population is so dense, right? It's so many people in this particular county. Now, it didn't used to be that way, but now they want them to stop shooting because they're using trees as backstops. So they're shooting at the trees. So you got a high caliber weapon, you done been shooting at your tree, your bullet might pass through the side of the tree, especially if you're not that accurate, right? Might hit somebody. That's one reason. The other reason is because you keep shooting it so loud. But y'all want to say y'all infringing on my Second Amendment rights because I'm allowed to have my gun and this is my property and I can shoot my gun. So tomato, tomato, or is it because, or is it because you don't want your rights infringed on? But as long as you can infringe on somebody else's rights, you okay with it? Think about it, bro. <laughs> Like, get out of here. <laughs> so, so y'all got to stop being sheep, bro. It's too much sheepage out here. People got to start thinking for themselves. And and that's all I got to say about that. 
Don't meet me with no aggression either, cause I right, I'm not I'm not playing. I'm getting home every day. My goal is to get home every day so I can call my kids at my designated time that I want to call my kids every day. So if you get in the way of that, hey, that's all. I'm just leave it at that, bro. <laughs> but that's the extra shit topic for me today. Stop being sheep's out here. And, and think and research stuff for yourselves, bro. The popular opinion is not always the right one. See slavery in America, because the Americans was real popular with that, huh? <laughs> but that, but that wasn't cool. <laughs> but anyway, bro, people stupid, man. It'd be pissing me off. You know, I hate when people do dumb stuff. Uh, but anyway, man, show's over, man. I appreciate you uh, coming on as always. Yeah, I, I, was, I was feeling good today. Especially since we got to talk about the trade deadline in the Super Bowl, talk about some Marvel and some DC. Um, so I was a little bit powered up, so that I guess the passion just spilled over into that. But anyway, y'all see at the bottom of the screen. Follow us at all of those at the bottom of the screen at the Link Entertainment LLC on Instagram and YouTube at the Link ENT on everything else. Tell them where they can find you, my brother. Uh, you already know first class podcast, first class podcast on uh. On YouTube, also on Facebook, First Class Podcast Media, on our, our media fan page, on our Facebook as well, also on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's pretty much about it. But before we get out of here, I do got to say one thing. Pay Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I mean, hey, somebody go pay. It might not be y'all. <laughs> might not be y'all. But anyway, I think we're going to see a lot of that uh, st- stuff start to transpire in the next month or so. When does the league year start? March? or I can't remember if it's March or May. One of them M months. I don't know. But anyway, we'll see, man. Anyway, you know, man, we have... I'm, saying it, I'm saying it until it's done. Until it's in the books. Y'all better pay him. He's going to set y'all back if y'all don't. Y'all going to be buns if y'all don't. You're going to have a Babe Ruth curse. Y'all going to be buns. Um, but anyway, we probably going to be buns right with y'all. <laughs> but anyway, bro. Appreciate everybody for listening. I don't stress myself out telling y'all not to be sheep because y'all going to do it anyway. I should have just kept it to myself. <laughs> uh, appreciate everybody for listening again. Follow us at all of the social media uh, tags below. Follow E at all the ones he mentioned. Follow the First Class Podcast. Stay looking out for all the stuff we got going on, especially I got a new anime podcast coming out soon. Y'all see the uh, promotions for that because I'm definitely going to promote that. It's called Anime Maniacs with your head, Animaniac, your boy. (laughs) So uh, stay tuned for that. We appreciate y'all. Much love, much peace, much power. And stop being sheep. Deuces.